and welcome to the Hometown Headlines newscast for Thursday. This is John Drucker Miller at HometownHeadlines.com. Thanking you for joining us. A very busy news night and news morning. Let's get to it. Number one, school officials in northwest Georgia have increased security following a social media threat apparently intended for Cass High School in Bartow County. The threat only says CHS, so other school systems nearby are on watch as well. Bartow officials say the threat has no credibility, but they'll have extra officers on duty. We have comments from the Calhoun, Cartersville, and Floyd County school systems as well. In Gordon County overnight, authorities are investigating a domestic dispute that left one woman dead and one man in custody. Business news today, CSL Plasma is opening at the former Rite Aid location at Shorter Avenue and Division Street in West Rome. Also, Al Hodge, formerly with the Rome Floyd Chamber, has been elected chair of the Japan American Society of Georgia's Board of Directors. Dining and drink today, things are suddenly quiet at Tang's Garden in West Rome. Also, Wendy's is adding breakfast. We can hear it now. Where's the biscuit? Also, seasonal Oktoberfest craft beer and brats, by the way, debut this Saturday at Rome City Brewing in downtown Rome. Also today, a solemn story. Services have been set for the father and daughter killed in that crash in Tatooka County. Uh, they'll be Friday night and Saturday calling hours and funeral. Also, a touching service yesterday following the Armerchi Middle School football game in honor of that family. Three Bartow County residents, including a former NFL player, Cedric Hodge, indicted with a doctor on federal charges involving opioid and other drug distributions. This situation developed out of the, uh, the coverage, shall we say, developed out of the federal courthouse in downtown Rome. The weekend presented by the Forum River Center, very busy one. Two county fairs continue, also a fall carnival this weekend. And don't forget, Mama Mia opens up at the DeSoto Theater. The Roman Rumble is Saturday and a pool party benefiting Operation Lifesaver from the Floyd County Police Department is set for Friday night. Wear mechanical weather southern update. More steamy temperatures today and Friday and then just a tad cooler, not that much. Over the weekend, the rain chance 20 to 30 percent. It will get back into the upper 80s starting next week. Obituaries today, we say farewell to Mrs. Annie Connor, James Franklin Kennemeyer, and Mr. Melvin Lester. We have the public health restaurant inspection scores for the day for you. Also, Greater Community Bank presents the Crime Watch Report with jail reports from Floyd, Bartow, and Polk counties. Truett's Chick-fil-A Sports Report, busy day around here. Number one, Kusa is number one in the 2A volleyball rankings statewide. Also in the top 10 for 2A, get this, Pepperell, Model, and Armerchi. All four county high schools are ranked. Uh, we have Friday night football schedules for you, as well as John McClellan's picks to win those games on Friday night. Still time to sign up for Saturday's Roman Rumble. Barry and Shorter open home football seasons this coming Saturday at Barron and Valhalla. Don't forget the Falcons open their home season. They'll play the Eagles this coming Sunday night, 8.20 p.m. on NBC. Now we'll have a midweek observation that we're going to call headline, Let's do the time warp again. Later this morning, Rome's Downtown Development Authority is scheduled to meet. We're hoping the DDA members take a closer look at downtown Saturdays and then flash back to the much more successful block parties that were drawing up to 5,000 people each month. We get the concept of downtown Saturdays, place events in different spots around downtown, from Town Green to Bridgepoint Plaza and the like, even the River District. Well intended, but exactly how are these things doing? 
Attendance was light at best for the event this past Saturday that had many people saying they never heard about it. Our downtown friends need to realize a large part of the population purposely avoids Facebook. You can't just put it up there. Plus, it was brutally hot, and the main draw in the River District on Saturday was stuck down an unmarked alley. The seasons in the sun, or whatever it was called back in June, drew more people, but it really didn't pump the gas in terms of interest. A lot of folks just aren't into kayaking and paddleboarding. May's art event was a washout because of morning storms, never mind that every other outdoor event that day in surrounding counties was staged and staged successfully. There was a July concert at Town Green that drew fans, but there also was a lot of empty spots on that green part of Town Green where fannies were supposed to be. We chalked part of it up to confusion. For more than a decade, First Friday drew respectable crowds of 1,500 to 2,200 to Bridgepoint Plaza between May and September. It took a real tornado threat to shut down one of them, and that's probably because the band that was playing, the Infinity Show Band, is one of the top-rated ones in our area. Next came a mix of block parties on Broad Street and the First Friday concerts. For one or two Saturdays that summer, two, three, or four blocks of Broad Street were closed to let fans wander from stores and restaurants and two concert stages for much of the afternoon and evening. They even were allowed to carry an alcoholic drink with them, provided they had wristbands. But in 2018, the shift was made to downtown Saturdays, in part because some thought it was too tough on families to get from work on a Friday evening, change clothes, load the kids up, and head back downtown. I'm sorry to tell you this, but never mind. That's what most families do every Friday night anyway, especially during Friday night football season. So what to do? That's for the DDA members to decide. It came up at the June DDA meeting, and quite frankly, we haven't followed it up since. But based on the track record of this year's downtown Saturdays, from rainouts to poorly attended events, whatever we're doing now isn't working. And it is critical for these events to work, i.e. be successful, especially now, and here's why. Downtown Rome is still nursing a Category 5 hangover from the parking fiasco and the smoking ban. Downtown needs a positive event, like a block party, to basically let folks know it really is back in business in more ways than one. And please, whatever you do, DDA, please go beyond marketing on Facebook. It just isn't that popular in parts of Northwest Georgia. This is the Hometown Headlines newscast edition for this Thursday. John Ruckermeller with you. Thank you very much for joining us. Continuing news updates throughout the day. We'll be going to the Homeless Task Force meeting later this morning. We'll have live updates for you on Facebook and on hometownheadlines.com. We will open and close, as we always do, with the stylish renderings of Funky Druck from the maestro himself, Harry Musselwhite. Have a great Thursday in Northwest Georgia.